Hey everyone, welcome to the Her Influence Podcast. On today's episode, we're going to be listening to my co-host, Kathy Ostepchuk, as she reminds us what it means to be called to a life of imagination. Not only is Kathy the lead catalyst and co-founder of Gather Women, she's also an inspiring Bible teacher, and she carries this unique ability to bring the scriptures to life. This is apparent in her new book, Brave Women, Bold Moves, Choosing Courage in a Culture of Conformity. In her book, Kathy unveils the strength and ingenuity God gave the strong women of the Bible. Today, we're going to listen in to Kathy's talk at the Gather Women Masterclass that happened at the One Conference in Edmonton. Throughout the masterclass, women of all ages were inspired to action through Kathy's message, to reimagine the ways God might be calling each person to be carriers of hope and new life by using their gifts and leveraging their strengths with courage. Let's listen in. Welcome to the Her Influence Podcast calling women to rise in purpose and influence your world with real voices, bold words, and whole hearts. The Her Influence Podcast is created on behalf of Gather Women by Women in Canada for women everywhere to rise in their leadership influence wherever they are planted. We are grateful for our sponsor partnership for Season 3, Horizon College and Seminary, a center of learning dedicated to prepare leaders for Christian life and ministry, located in Saskatoon. Horizon is launching two amazing initiatives in fall of 2020, a Master of Arts in Ministry Leadership, a program that equips both seasoned and aspiring leaders by combining theological studies, leadership training, and hands-on learning, and in partnership with Sisterhood YXE and Lead Women, a women's cohort designed to provide women with a graduate education in ministry leadership that empowers them to bring transformational change to their churches, communities, and world with full or part-time and geographical flexibility. Find out more at horizon.edu. And now, here are your hosts, Kathy Ostapchuk, Vanessa Hoyes, and Caitlin Say. So today we have this theme that is called, she is called. Called to what? We're called to laundry, we're called to all kinds of things in our life. But today we want to really raise the bar and say, as daughters of the king, what are we called to? We are actually called to use our imagination and use it in a way that gets us places we would never be if we used it. I want to draw your attention to the scripture on this screen. And you're going to hate us or love us for using um, this scripture. So next screen, please. Proverbs 31. We love this chapter, this elusive woman out there that we never think is us. Strength and dignity are her clothing, and her position is strong and secure. She rejoices over the future. She opens her mouth in skillful and godly wisdom, and on her tongue is the law of kindness. This woman is stunning. She's amazing in every way. But if we look at the next scripture, we're going to read about the woman who actually inspired this. Salmon, the father of Boaz, whose mother was Rahab, Boaz, the father of Obed, whose mother was Ruth, Obed, the father of Jesse, and Jesse, the father of King David, David was the father of Solomon, whose mother had been, 
Uriah's wife. And she's not even named there. But we know who that is, and it's Bathsheba. And she is the woman who, through Solomon, actually inspired and instructed him to write the words of the woman that we read about in Proverbs 31. She was saying, Solomon, look, you need to find somebody like this. And I often feel that sons marry somebody pretty much like their mother, right? But how did she, Uriah's wife, who's not even given a name, come to be this woman who had such character, who had such strength, such dignity? Because really, the reality of her life is that she was raped. She was taken from her home. Her husband was murdered without her consent. She was lied to, and she quite literally became a slave in the palace of David. And if we want to talk about Bathsheba as the girl with all of the good looks, you know, bathing bathing naked, whether she did or not, so lovely, you know, that she enticed David, it was her fault, which a lot of us through history have learned that, you know, she was the seductress and David couldn't help but do what he did. Or do we look at David and say, David, you know, you should have been leading your armies to war. Instead, you're wandering around the palace on the roof. You had no business looking. And really, when we think about what is the answer as to who was to blame, the answer is, it's complicated. It's complicated. Her, was it him? And you know, when things fall apart in life, who's to blame? The cancer diagnosis, who's the fault? Is it my fault? Somebody leaves the room, somebody leaves a marriage. We're always looking for somebody to say, oh, that's it, that's why, it's you, it's him. Life is so complicated. We can't quite figure it out. But we do know that in the runes, in the rubble of things that happen to you without your consent that you were never asked, you have an opportunity and you have a choice to become this woman. But there's a process that you need to do to get there. Some of us need to become this woman even if we feel that we're successful already. But it's not a success that leads to significance. Some of us, though, have been struck down, beaten down, broken down, and we feel that we're called to nothing more but everything that it's only been every day till now. We cannot imagine the future. Bathsheba had to imagine the future. She had no other choice. First thing she did, a person to forgive. She had to make a choice to say, you know what, I'm in David's palace, right or wrong, whatever I did to get myself here, I have no husband, my life as I knew it has ended. I need to forgive this man. I need to forgive this man. How hard would that be? in face each and every day. I'm now here. I was there. How do we do that? How do we do that? And sometimes we put conditions on it. Well, if they they say they're sorry. Did David ever say they were sorry? And then, of course, the baby that she has with um, David dies. Misery for this woman that we've considered to be sort of a seductress. And she's living pain each and every day. And then she's got a past to forget. She's got to forget her life as she knew it. And sometimes we don't want to move forward because we hang on to what we know, even if it's uncomfortable, and even though, even if it's actually tragic. 
but we're so scared to let go. Oh, I wish I was that girl back, you know, um, in, in my place where I had full autonomy. I could live my life as a woman in this culture. I had boundaries, but at least I knew what I was going to wake up to every day. Here she is in a palace, married to a man that has several other wives. And so she had to make a conscious decision, maybe a one-time decision, but I think it was more of a process. Every day, I need to forgive and I need to forget. Because when you do that and clear that rubble all out of your space, out of your brain, out of your heart, you have room for, I can focus on the future. Because what other options do you have? If you start to see that I can still focus on the past, I can still harbor unforgiveness in my heart, you have very little room for future forward imaginative thinking. But who was around Bathsheba telling her this is how you need to live? Did she have a mentor? Did she have a wise mother-in-law? Did she have the sisterhood? I don't think so. She was living in a very competitive environment. All of the other wives of David wanted, wanted their children, their offspring, to take the throne next. And so whatever they had to do to get his attention, you can be sure they were doing it. And here Bathsheba steps out of that environment, out of the rubbles out of her past, out of all of the choices that were made for her that she did not make for herself, and she finds a new future and she imagines what legacy is going to look like. And whether she had her voice or did not have a voice, it says in all of these things in this scripture, she did not say a word. We don't hear Bathsheba saying, David, that's just wrong. David, I'm done. What did Bathsheba say? It's not written down for us. Where was her voice? Until, until, until... One day, this is what she says. She decides through the coaching of Nathaniel the prophet that says, Bathsheba, you've been promised something. It's time to find your voice. She goes to David, and David says, what is it you want? Because going into your husband's presence at that time wasn't a normal day-to-day -day thing, okay? It's not like he was reading the paper and, you know, she's coming to chat. Didn't work like that. She had to gr be granted an audience. Bathsheba said to him, my Lord, so very humbly, very honoring, very wise woman, you yourself swore to me, your servant, by the Lord your God, Solomon, your son, which was the second child that was born to them, shall be king after me, and he will sit on my throne. How bold and how brave was she. Even when the past can't be changed, the future is still in your power. Don't give it away. Don't give it away. I want to read you this quote. Leave safety behind. Put your body on the line. Stand before the people you fear and speak your mind, even if your voice shakes. When you least expect it, someone may actually listen to what you have to say because well-aimed slingshots can topple giants and kingdoms. And lastly, do your homework. What was Bathsheba's homework? Forgiving. 
forgetting. Each and every day, waking up, saying, I'm going to focus on the future. I can't do anything about that stuff. It's rubble. The only way to rebuild the ruins, the ruins is not to pick up the rubble piece by piece and say, okay, you know, go down memory lane, is actually to step right outside and say, I'm on a new path now. My son is going to be king. And out of her line and Solomon's line and the lines to come is Jesus. Because she said to the king, you promised, I'm calling you on it. I'm not scared, but this is the way it's going to be. And so do you understand that you have the ability to help alongside with the creator of your, your entire destiny to shape your life and make choices for your life if you choose to focus on your future over fear and speak truth to power? Because it's generally known that women in positions of power, whether it's male or whether it's a boss at work, we generally tend to silence or self-silence our voices in some way and give our power away, which is sometimes appropriate if we've given pe people permission. But Bathsheba did not give David any kind of permission to do what he did. And yet, she took what she had, she chose a different path that led to the future, and here we are because of her. And this is what I want to leave you with. Well, how do we get significance? We can take the setbacks in our life and we can become like everybody else and either respond in apathy or not respond or harbor forgiveness, unforgiveness and just say, well, it's somebody else's fault. And we're like everybody else because a lot of us are walking around saying that. Or... We can be successful and just assume that we're blessed by God and I must be good in serving him. So either conformity or complacency does not lead to significance. But what does not lead to significance is by you choosing on the next slide to have the ability to imagine the future. So what are you called to today? You're called to imagine the future. Because Jesus did. Jesus did. And he saw you in that future. Bathsheba did. And we are here standing in her line of someone who used her voice to speak truth to power. And I pray that you will find that freedom today in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to today's episode. It was such a privilege for all of us at Gather Women to be together in Edmonton at the One Conference. The day Kathy presented this talk, women left the room different. And that's our prayer for you as listeners, that you would go from this episode having experienced a shift in your heart with a new dedication to live out your calling right where God has planted you. Would you leave us a comment today and let us know how this episode spoke to you? We would love to hear your perspective. And we look forward to seeing you back here for our next episode of season three, She Is Called to Influence. Because you are called and your voice does matter. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Her Influence podcast. Download and share this episode and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Go to gatherwomen.com for show notes, resources, and events in your area. 
We invite you to join the movement to hear the voices of women represented in equal value and strength in all kingdom conversations and to see the presence of women in equal value and strength in every area of influence. And now, rise in purpose and influence your world with real voices, bold words, and whole hearts.